0: Hello and welcome to episode 245, 245 of that game thing, um, the no longer gaming podcast. <laughs> you were about to do it. I could what? sense you were about to go Me? the gaming podcast. No, I intentionally by us. went the no longer gaming podcast. I went out of my way to say it wasn't a gaming podcast. <laughs> um, anyway, it's a podcast hosted by the King Brothers, which is us. I'm Thomas. I'm the oldest one. That one over there is Joshua. He's the middle-aged. Well, he's not middle aged, wait, no. He's the middle <laughs> middle one in the ages. <laughs> and then that down Hello, there is that down there is James, the youngest one. Hello. Hi. Hi. Um yeah, so this is a little bit of a different episode this week. Uh reason being is we're gonna steal an idea from our other show. What's the <gasps> fuck? So last week on what's the fuck we did something like we were gimmickly calling what's the fuck is this list um, where we, we basically we all came up with like a top five in a category and then sort of made a little bit of a case for each thing in our top five discussed them a bit and tried to come up with like a communal top five that we all agreed on um, and making like sort of compromises for each other's choices that kind of thing brotherly loving that brotherly loving that and um, so we're going to do something similar for this. But because this isn't a gaming podcast, we're going to do um, TV shows. And specifically, we're talking like sitcoms, probably the wrong word for them. because I wouldn't call any of the things that I've considered sitcoms at all. And the reason I wouldn't is probably apparent when I go through them all. Um, but we're basically just talking like sort of live action comedies. I hope James doesn't put any animated stuff in it because he'll ruin it if he has. I forgot to tell him no animated I don't stuff. watch animated shit. You don't watch <laughs> don't Rick and Morty? You don't watch? Yeah. Not really, but... no. Oh, wow. I used to watch All Family Guy and American Dad, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they got, got dull. Bit... Yeah. No, try Rick and Morty and shit, bro. Try them. I mean... Rick this... and Morty is definitely worth it, even if you don't want to watch any others. Yeah. It's definitely I worth agree. it. I agree. Um, But yeah, so, so it's basically like comedy TV shows at this point. And... I think I've gone one too, me- one too high in the episode numbers. Either that or I've somehow not put last week's episode live. More <laughs> revelations to go through right now. What was the last topic we had? It was COVID, wasn't it? Yeah. COVID, yeah. Yeah, it's not gone live properly. Congrats, <laughs> me. Because okay. I'm just looking at the episode numbers. It was like their last episode was number 243. And I'm like, hang on a minute. So well done, me. Fucking, 2.44 this week. There's, yeah. there's no, re, there's a reason we've not had any, any fucking listeners for the last month. It's because I haven't put an episode out. God damn Genius. it. Genius. Anyway, Rats. that aside, that aside, um, we are going to talk comedy TV shows, basically. That is the plan. I've just realised the thing on my... Well, I'm having a shocker. The thing on the thing says top five games. It is not top five games. <laughs> it is top mm. five...
1: There's Comedy. No no one's here. They
0: think he's a Now I'm typing on the wrong keyboard. Top five. Oh god! Right, here. This keyboard isn't even turned on. Tell that mysterious poltergeist to take your. This keyboard's away. flat. I can't change the title. In Keep, oh no, oh it's no, flat. This yeah. generally supposed to be some kind of flat. You no, know, I was in the batteries. You moron. <laughs> All right. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to fix this while... Who wants to go first out of you two? Joshua. Joshua can go first, because James went first last week. Oh, I've just smashed my head in my mind. This is not going well. You just need to quit while you're ahead. <laughs> and to think, I've only had half a can of beer. You think I was smashed at this point, the way I'm behaving? Anyway, Joshua, you do. You start with yours. Right, so I've written mine down, because so I will forget them otherwise. And yes, it's about to happen. What do you mean, glasses glasses on? On. Always put his glasses on. He means the, business. Right, so I put a new one on, which I've watched this earlier this year from start to finish on Netflix, called Superstore. Have either of you watched? I mean, I've, I've not watched it. it. I've not watched it. It keeps getting like pushed to the top of my you should watch this list by Netflix to, to, yeah. to suggest it to me. But I've not actually watched it. It's so come same. on, sell it to me. So it's... About the staff that work in a shop, which is like a Walmart shop They sell everything, sell a bit yeah, of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's no limit on what they're selling, or anything. And it's just about those people and the idiots that work there in general. Very similar vibe to the office, except they are not aware of the cameras. It is a, it is an actual storyline. It's not. It's basically more, IT scripted. crowd in a shop. Yeah, basically, yeah it's um it's it's funny it starts off with someone new starting who not really someone who would work in a shop and it just goes from there this is interesting did you ever watch phone shop yeah i I did watch a phone shop yes that very that immediate now, so it? that immediate setup sounds exactly like the setup of phone shop. It is, which is, no, it is. which is, it's a, so. For those who have never seen it, which I'm guessing it's probably never aired outside the UK, and even people in the UK might not know it. Um, but basically, phone shop is like um, it's like a, a very a very very small cell phone mobile phone shop where they're selling like. Uh, contracts and like page use phones and shit. And it was very like, it was a very sort of booming industry at the time that the obviously, yeah, everyone's still got a mobile phone. It's not like the industry's died, but like that particular subsection of going into a shop to buy a phone was like still quite a big thing then. And there were so many shops doing it. And the whole idea of that was that this one guy went to work there and he wouldn't normally have worked in that environment. He'd like come out of college or university or something yeah. with a degree. No, that's, that's and exactly he wasn't the kind of person that going to mobile phone sales. And like they were they, they were like referring to him as like a boffin and and stuff and like picking on him <coughs> for being a nerd. And they were like really sort of common like... Average Joe kind of guys that were typical salesmen and stuff like that. So it, it feels like he's got a very similar, like just general it is, setup to that. It, it is with that one person. You've got the main manager who is a very religious Christian man mm-hmm. and very kind, very <clears throat> far too nice to be a manager of any kind. Um, I need to cough really badly. <laughs> Coronavirus. Oh, oh dear! Get that Sorry. boy some milk. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've got assistant manager who is a female Dwight. L- L- oh, okay. The-, the easiest way to describe her is a female Dwight, of overbearing, wants to be manager person. Yep. Of over the, like, fond of weapons and stuff like that. <laughs> Dwight and, Dwight, securi- and security and everything like that. Um. You've got. well, I'm just comparing it to Officer now. The 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 new guy and one of the staff workers is you, Jim and Pam. So um, I mean, and you've got you've got your other characters that. Uh, just as stupid and funny in their own right, but it's it's the little inside jokes they relate back to other episodes and stuff like that. It's just, yeah. A, I mean, the one. the office never really did callback per se, did it? Like there were ongoing story arcs across multiple episodes or a season, like I don't know, Michael and Jan, or yeah, yeah, whoever Michael was with at the time, and and obviously like the Pam and Jim storyline, yeah, persisted throughout. Jared so like. Dwight. Yeah, like there was always like storylines that persisted more than an episode, but there wasn't ever particular like uh, these big callbacks or anything, were they, in the office? No, so, not, not really. Not not yeah. big ones, but there's a few in that. Mm. Um, I mean, it sounds like they've, they've kind of picked and chosen bits of other comedies that have worked and tried to put them all together. Yeah. Which is obviously brave in a way, but also makes sense because... I mean, take the bits that are good about another pod, uh, another podcast, another comedy, another podcast. And, and make <laughs> make them work for yourself. Like, so, all right, I might, I might and give it, this it does, a try. Like, it, it, it does. I, it's, I'm it's surprised. Trying, at, at least, I'm surprised that something so new is in your new. top five. How old is it? it it's got. A, I, I can't remember how many seasons, but I think it's more than five. Really? I Think. I think so. I Has think it always been a Netflix thing, or is it something that I don't think it's always been a Netflix at... thing? I think it airs right. in America and gets put on our Netflix, okay. and I think that it makes may have sense. finished. I think it, it may, have, may have ended completely, but Netflix ah. doesn't have it all, so there right. may be more to come. Um, but <clears> see, it's I I, expected, like I was just gonna say, I expected that like some of us might use current running shows that are still running like yeah. maybe brooklyn Nine Nine, for example is a good example of that i don't know if either of you will have it but that's a good example of like a still running show that's still putting stuff out um yeah. i mean i know one of the shows that i've got is still running so right five, five seasons on the uk netflix whether or okay. not there are more that exist i'm not sure interesting it, it doesn't end on the netflix TV i love shows. that that's ended up in your top five what else have you got um next up it's outnumbered oh that is a good shout for some typical british 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 comedy no adverts comedy i I think i think outnumbered would probably get in my top 10 if we went as far as 10s yeah yeah i mean i've I've watched it a lot though but i I, just i just know that the five that i've picked if it was a choice between any of the five i've picked and outnumbered I'd have to go with these. So, as amazing as outnumbered is, like IT crowd is another one that if we have, if anyone else has it or anything, but that is so close to being in this top five. But one of mine, and you maybe understand why, one of mine, it was like an either or and it was a difficult choice, but there was like one that I can definitely get more value out of, which we'll cover. So, I can definitely see why outnumbered is there. Again, for people um, like maybe outside the UK or that either, won't have seen it air or haven't had opportunity to watch it it's essentially like a show about a typical UK family like two parents, three the, the, kids yeah, the, the struggles of they, having children yeah, jobs, they're sort of money and like, yeah, mon- money's money's tight looking after kids but they're not like, yeah. it's not like oh, oh, feel sorry for them, they're poor, it's just that like it's just a relatable comedy yeah it's just it. it's like, just yeah. like relatable home life and it is pretty genuine like some of the stuff that the the kids well, go through and like the, the troubles that the parents have dealing with them or in the it, house yeah. or the embarrassments that the parents have it's like it all feels like around. relatable do you know of, do I've you know the there. the first few series of that when the when the two kids are like really young yeah, yeah. they didn't get given scripts no no oh, you not, can tell um a um, the 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 kids in it are what make it funnier. Like, yeah, yeah, because they, they weren't Dennis, told what to say or anything. Like, they just the, did. The well, parents ever. are really good comedy actors in general yeah. and good actors. I mean, Hugh Hugh is Dennis. Hugh Dennis lot, I can't remember what her name I, is. I mean, a lot of it. a lot of people will have seen Hugh Dennis and maybe not realize it even in America because a lot of people see things like uh, mock the week compilations. You know yeah. the the um scenes we like to see thing so I know a lot of people kind of know who Hugh Dennis is but don't know who he is if that makes sense yeah. um, uh, so if anyone knows the tall straight talking funny man from Mock the Week that's the man who impersonates that's Hugh the Dennis. queen and over or, go on. the other voices for the queen James or the guy that voices PC Curry World adverts you I might mean, know him from that they're that? not gonna yes. either, in it, they don't have those adverts in America, James yeah, but they might do. No, they don't, though. But they might do. But they don't, though. <laughs> okay, so outnumbered is definitely a good choice. As I say, it's it's a top 10 for me, maybe, but not Probably quite no. making it into top five. This, but this it's, it's, one, wh- it's wholesome, funny, and relatable, so 100% get why that one's there. This one is old-ish, okay. but, but very funny. It's two pints of lager and a packet of crisps. Oh, see, it's a long time since I've watched that. Same. Um, and we've been in lockdown, so I've gone through some old TV see, I, shows. What is I it on saw... right now? How it's kind of done like four. I, I bought it on Amazon, yeah, I, I think. All oh, right, right. I was going it's going to be on anything. It's going to be on iPlayer because it was a BBC show, wasn't it? Yeah. It is on there, but I don't have a license, so I bought it on Amazon. Oh, okay. okay. Interesting. Um, but yeah, that's... It's just four people more or less all on dull going out to the pub and shagging each other. I mean that is the gist of it. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's sort of slapsticky at times, I guess. Not quite constant. It's not definitely not constantly slapstick. It's there's definitely slapstick human. elements it's, to it. You, the characters are overly stu- well. Some of the characters are overly stupid on purpose to get the laugh. I mean, uh, but it's done in a way that you can laugh with it. In terms of the con, okay. So this is this is a very there's a very key distinction here. Not in terms of the subject matter, but in terms of the the character sort of intellectual level and comedy style there is definitely some similarities between two pints and always sunny in the sense that they're all pretty stupid. They're all constantly drunk in a pub. They're all like sort of infighting or, or messing about. And like, the, I mean, the subject matter is obviously completely different as in the style of the comedy, because two pints of a lot of Granite, a packet of crisps is sort of slapstick, silly humor, like very traditional British humor, like, Carrying on the sort of uh, faulty towers and um, go on only fools and horses that that sort of stuff that started in the seventies and eighties it's kind of that in a more modern setting. I think, yeah. But the actual dynamic, more, more Only fools and horses, said yeah. than faulty towers. But the dynamic of the characters, as in the setting and the the way that they interact with each other. Can sometimes relate. I think it's it's very the character is very common. Yeah, yeah. And and that that's what made me like. I was a teenager when it was I mean, actually thinking about it, what about um? Uh, this is something that both sides of the pond can definitely relate to. Um, oh, what's it called? I've <laughs> got it's called Shameless. Good relation. Shameless. Because there's an American version of Shameless, so Americans, even if they've not seen the UK version, can relate because the American version it's a bit like what they did with The Office, but obviously I've never watched either so I. Can't but comment. but it's relatable, <laughs> like it's it's families living like on council estates, lot of booze, lot of just stupidity, like it's yeah. there's a very similar vibe, very yeah. similar vibe. Gr- growing up, basically, yeah, you, you you watch them grow up from young adults into adults eventually. Yeah. Okay. What's yeah? Your... Um, two more then. Two more. You've mentioned it already. It's always sunny. in Phil- Philadelphia. I had to make the list. There's always so sunny in Philadelphia. It, definitely. And it's so fucking funny that I can't. I can't not include it. it is, um, do you know what? I watched a really good. Um, sort of. It was an ex, not an explanation, but like a, a dissection of why is always sunny funny like why why is it lasted so long and why do people enjoy it and the general consensus of that like you this like YouTube thing was that it's because it's idiots doing stupid things to entertain intelligent people and it is but then the other thing that it went into is like there's always a very very common dynamic which is there's a there's a problem a very controversial problem in the real world so i mean they've covered like racism homophobia uh yeah. wealth gaps like sexism sexism Just um everything. like i Divorce. mean even, even as far far as like grooming and and stuff like that yeah. like there's some very very wow kind of out there topics of they're actually bringing attention to these kind of things. And this is where always Sunny it either gets a lot of shit or a lot of praise. And some people don't like the fact that they go into these topics. But the thing that they are really intelligent doing and why people enjoy that show so much is they bring a topic like for example racism and the gang themselves are like either one side of the coin or the other or like the homophobia thing. the one side of the coin or the other. But there's this dynamic of like basically two go on each side, more or less, until yeah. obviously, and then you got like kind of there Frank in the middle. But it's usually like two on this side, two on that side, heated argument about wh- why which side is right. And then usually both sides realize why there's actually flaws in their argument and kind of flip flop to the other side. Like yeah. the, the gun, the gun, um, episode is probably one of the best examples of it where the dennis and d are trying to prove that guns are bad and it's too easy to get a gun and mac and charlie are trying to prove that guns are really good and they keep people safe and mac and charlie like nearly get i can't remember what it is now i think they nearly get shot or something and like they, they end up basically not wanting guns anyway we're like we've got to get these guns away from the kids and then D and Dennis are like, it's so fucking hard to get a gun. Like, a guy literally stole our money. If I'd ever had a gun, I could have stopped it. Like, and it's just Mm -hmm. like, they both end up flipping sides. And that's the whole thing of Always Sunny. Like, it it really points out this social dynamic of there are problems in the world, but there is no A or B simplicity answer to any of it. Like, there's... There has to be a middle ground and they can't find one. But but that's but, that's the problem that they're sh- the showing <coughs> the world. There is no middle ground that's easy to find, mm-hmm. and there's no point arguing over it because it just ends up well, fucking everyone I, over I guess what this, they are also saying is, like, this side's way too far one way, and this side's way too far the other. Yeah. And neither side is ever going to be right because of the way that yeah. they're going about things. And that, that is, like, a huge dynamic through so many of those episodes. So... I think, um, I mean, it's on my list. I'll put it out there now. It's on my list. And my that's why I'm. Has, you know how Netflix scrolls through things when you're mm-hmm. not looking at it? My mm-hmm. next one has just come up on that screen. <laughs> go on then. What is it? Uh, it's Friday Night Dinner. Okay. I can, I can I go The guy that. died watched... from that, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. He did. Yeah. Sadly, yeah. The guy, I can't, uh, I can't Paul, remember his name. Paul Ritter. Yeah. Paul Ritter. Who played uh, the yeah, dad? I think he, wrote, he wrote it and played the dad, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he, he sadly passed He's, away last yeah. week, I think it was, late last week. It, it well, I don't think it's that recent, but it is recent. It's definitely recent. It, it, I think it I'll was last out. week, you know. Yeah, it was. Because it came in threes, because it was around Prince, Char- uh, Prince uh, Philip. threes. They do come in threes, though, don't they? Who else died? Do you know do what? A, I'm really disappointed. I was going to put it this way, right? I'm really disappointed just on the topic of like celebrity deaths and stuff right now, because... Um, someone that we all know, I'll not mention names because it's not going to make sense for anyone anyway. I'll tell you after. But they do like the, you know, celebrity death pool things where you pick yeah. like who you think is going to die during the course of this year and everyone puts like a tenner in or whatever. And if anyone comes out and wins, you get the money. But the way that they do it is so that it's not just over immediately in January. If someone like goes really quick, you have to do three. And if, you get and then when you get to the end of the year the person that's got the most right wins the money so obviously if someone's got all three of theirs they win the money if more than one person gets the three they split it and so on anyway this person has already had two of their three come in the first one I'm so angry about I found out about this today is Murray Walker the old F one commentator and yeah. motorsport commentator because yeah, yeah. that is fucking that was just sad. Like Murray Walker was an amazing man, like on so many levels. So I was disappointed that they picked him. <laughs> then they picked uh, Duke of Edinburgh. Yeah, and then the the last one is David Attenborough. Oh, oh so it's like, no, it's that. like, if you're oh, gonna pick no. people, pick people that we want to get rid of. Because, fuck that. If David Attenborough goes and that person wins that part, yeah, fair enough, they've won that part. But I'm really so annoyed that Murray Walker and David Attenborough are both gone. Who the fuck's gonna teach me about whales when he goes? Yeah, who's gonna teach me about giraffes? Whales, whales, the place, or whales, the creatures? <laughs> both. <laughs> <I'm very> <laughs> <weird>. <laughs> it's just such an iconic voice, though, isn't it? I know that, like, David Tennant started doing a lot of things like that. And there are definitely other voices you associate with documentaries, but Morgan and, and Freeman. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Morgan, uh, Morgan Freeman's more. <laughs> Andy Dufresne was walking in there. Preso- I don't know why I'm trying to impersonate him because I'm doing a terrible <laughs> job. Anyway. So yeah, Friday night dinner. It's basically about two parents and their, sort of young adult sons come round every Friday to eat an evening meal together as a family again. Yeah. And it's about and the crazy conversations and situations they get into as part of that. Yeah. I mean, it's good. Of overbearing mother and... Yeah. Tamsin Althwaite oh, is our name. I just one. Yes, I just thought one I've yeah. not got on my list. Fuck this shit. She's, Sorry, from, she's, from a, she's from a, she's from a lot of, like, 90s British comedy. Hey, look, oh, it's, and oh, it's she's in extras history, as yeah. well. She's in extras. Yes, yeah, she is. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a good show. I've watched it more than once. As it's in, great. I've watched it from start to end more than once. Like, I've done a, a watch through more than once. But I don't know if it made my top ten. So, I mean, good. But I don't know if I'd put it where you've got it. But I can, I can see why you enjoy it. I, I absolutely love it. It's Jim. Jim and Wilson. Wilson, I bet none okay. of you have watched it in a while, though, have you? <laughs> no, not really. Oh. Yeah, I can't remember last time I watched it. I was, I was tempted to watch it again when the sad news it's, of his it's passing best, it's happened, it, ter- it turns up with his dog every episode, and then one episode it turns up with a cat because his cat's in and it's called Watson. Isn't, isn't he the <laughs> same brilliant. guy? Isn't he the same guy that's in Stardust? Um, yes. He's in Stardust. No, that's not where I was going. I mean, I think he's originally from Spaced, if you watch Spaced. I think he is. With yeah. Simon Pegg. He's like the, he's the weird, up, he's so, the weird but... arty guy in Space. And I also think he's the guy that's. Um, it's Mark Heap, Josh Josh Widdecombe's landlord in Josh, if you've ever watched that. Weird, creepy landlord that comes around space. all the time. He is in Space, so it is I've him. Not I've not watched that. I don't like Josh Whitcomb that much. You don't what like Josh Widdecombe? Josh no. Whindicom's because fucking ginger? I mean, I won't call him ginger. I'd, I'd I'd you're more ginger he's than Josh Whindicom. Josh Whindicom. He's yeah, blonde. ginger. Anyway, Joshua, tell us That's your last much. one quickly, because then we can move on to James. That was my last one. That was five. He's done five. Mm. What That's have I missed? Five. I've not written one down. i was a superstore, mm. outnumbered, always sunny and Friday night dinner. Two pints. Oh, yeah, two pints. Yeah. Two pints. Two pints. Is, is this in order of... No, it wasn't in order for me. It was it no, was no. Just just go through your list, All James. Right. So okay. start well, wherever. I'm gonna throw in Brooklyn Nine Nine to start off with because okay. Well, we we've we've nine already nine. we've already you've touched on that. Went. I, I mean, I brought it up, but yeah, Brooklyn Nine Nine's awesome. Um, I mean, that and Always Sunny are obviously two that are still running, which I expected shows like that to get in, like pretty well established. And in, but still, Brooklyn Nine Nine's meant to be finished now, isn't it? Yeah, oh, last was it the, la, the most recent like, season? Might be the last one, or the next season's the last one. No, it, I can't remember. 153 one episodes they've done. The one that's yeah. come out recently is the last, is the last one. one, one. They yeah. finished it, or no? I don't know. So I've not watched okay. it. But yeah, I mean, that's what I mean. Though it's it's th- still recently active. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, who can't love Jake Peralta getting into slapstick situations whilst trying to defend the law and freedom of Americans? So tell me why. I mean that is so. The one thing that Brooklyn Nine Nine does very well is something that The Office always did very well, and that is something called cold opens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, um, Parks and Recreation is also pretty good at cold opens, but their cold opens a lot of the time lead into the episode, so they're not so they're not like quite what I would call true cold open. uh. Like a cold open for me. I don't know what it is officially in like TV terms, but a cold open for me is generally something that happens in that first like 60 seconds before the title credits and then pretty much has no bearing on the rest of the episode whatsoever. It's just its own little mini sketch. And one of my favourite things about The Office, some of my favourite moments of The Office come from cold opens. And to be fair, some of my favourite moments of um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine come from like called opens and i think that's the power of having an amazing writing team combined with uh, amazing character sort of profiles and then also good actors playing those characters and when you've got like that combination of things you can tell an incredibly hilarious story in 30 seconds to a minute and it can be as good as the 25 minutes that follow as a full episode that's like that's quality entertainment right there and that's something that i think the office and brooklyn 99 both do amazingly or have done both amazingly up to this point obviously so I mean, is there any particular reason for it for it going in for you, James? Like I'm 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 obviously defending it for you. I'm putting it in for you at this point. <laughs> it's just easy watching, isn't it? Like, <laughs> it, is. So it like, is. This is gonna be like me last week, where I said it's just different, isn't it? <laughs> it's just different. This it's is just easy watching, isn't it? Just, you just, just put it on and watch it. <laughs> yeah, it's just easy watching, mate. It's just easy watching. No, it's yeah. got it's got some right, iconic moments, and and like the actors were all really good. So. It's it, again, it comes back to a similar point I made about The Office that it's got really good storylines and story arcs that continue throughout like seasons, like I don't know, Jake and um, Amy. Amy getting together. And sorry for spoilers, but I mean, if you don't know by now, phew, um, and then like all <laughs> like um, oh, I'm blanking on people's names now. Crazy guy and biker chick. Give me names. Why am I blanking on names? I feel like an idiot. Ro- Rosa Santiago, Terry. no, Charles, Amy's Santiago's Amy isn't Bo- it? Boyle. Rosa, Rosa the bike one What are you thinking? Of? Ro- Rosa, Rosa, and um... Charles. No, what's his name? Gene. Ugh, fucking he plays. Oh, I know what you. Crazy mean. guy in um, everything he's in. yeah yeah. Oh, Ra- Christ. Raffi from, Raffy from um, yeah. the league, Joshua. I can't, I can't remember his, his real name. name. I don't cool. care about his real name. He's Jason something his real name? I don't want his real name, though. I want his name in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Cause... Pimento. Pimento. Oh, pimento. Pimento. Yeah. Pimento. Adrian pimento. Yes. Thank you. Paul Sneed. Okay. So but, I just got a message but, saying Pimento, like, <laughs> literally the second I said it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but that, that, like, whole dynamic between like all those characters persists through a number of episodes and a number of seasons and stuff, but he's never the forefront of the story. Like he's always like yeah. individual comedy moments. And that's what the office was good at. So yeah, he's definitely up there. It's not in my top five James, but it is another one of those a bit like Joshua's um, maybe outnumbered that it, it's definitely very close, but comparing it to other shows, something else wins out sadly. So go on. What else you got? Um, i trying to think now. Um the office is i one. mean it's an obvious one isn't it's it it's gotta be yeah we don't it really need all, to explain yeah. it all that much yeah. we, I, I mean we've already talked about it so much without it being in a list yeah <laughs> we're basically comparing it. it to everything that we're, go, we're talking yeah. about go listen to all the tkt episodes cut out the bits about <laughs> the office you've probably got more than a podcast i mean i i genuinely <laughs> think that we could do an office do an podcast. office podcast and be quite we should join essential. pam and angela on their podcast and- <laughs> we should invite them on hours. no um, <laughs> yeah. just just a very quick one so feeble freak hello in chat uh he's just saying what have we already mentioned from joining a little bit late so so far joshua just to recap has got always sunny in philadelphia outnumbered two pints of lager and a packet of crisps superstore and friday night dinner And James has done his two so far, which are Brooklyn Nine-Nine and The Office, which, I mean, we've already talked about The Office a lot, like I say. Um, And then, obviously, there's the fact that I've already said it's on my list. I think it was obvious it was going to be on my list. I think Joshua, I'm going to put this out there, Joshua. I think the fact that you've included maybe either Two Pints Superstore or Friday Night Dinner, I it's think in your, out. in your heart of hearts, the office would have definitely replaced one of them. If the you were been honest with are in yeah, the top Brooklyn Nine Nine because because I agree with both of them completely. I just avoided so I can try and say something a bit different. Okay. <laughs> so that we don't have lists <laughs> okay, so all okay. the same. <laughs> here's here's a challenge for you then just before we move on to James's next one, before we get like into the office, which we don't really need to right now. Um two pints of lager, superstore, Friday night dinner. You've got to basically only keep one of them because you're putting Brooklyn nine nine and the office back in. Which are one of those three are you what? keeping? Did You not, which ones did you say? Did you just say more, lager packet, fr- yeah. lager, back a lager packet of Chris? Yeah, who buys a lager packet of Chris Superstore Friday night dinner? If you put Brooklyn 99 in the office back in, you've only got space for one of those three what shows. I'm outnumbered. I'm letting you keep outnumbered. All oh, right, okay, then uh, that's Friday what I'm night, saying. Dinner.
1: you need Friday to keep night Friday night dinner. dinner, okay?
0: Friday night dinner, people need to go watch it because Paul Ritter was amazing in it, mm-hmm. okay? Understood. Um, James, what's your next one? Because we're not getting Even into the that office theme of Friday night dinner. I'm going to say In Between Us. Oh, In Between Us is a good shout. Yes. I mean, again, I don't know how well that one translates across the pond. Well, the but... Americans tried it a, a bunch of times, didn't they? and Fucked up massively. So, but yeah, in, bet- in Between Us UK is like. I didn't realize the. I didn't realize they'd done a pretty, the dinner version of In Between us in America. I've never watched it. But I'm pretty sure they have yeah. I think yeah. it's some. I mean, some of some things that are British comedy move across and will work, and they will. So, yeah, but it, like, it's I mean, about a UK group of lads in yeah, school, so it but, doesn't work in America. But this is the thing, like, certain things in culture are different, so you just have to stick with the original. I mean, yeah. I, I, we we keep coming back to it, because I'm circling back to it again, but the thing that, the reason The Office did... <laughs> did what it did and survived like it did. The office. No, but the reason it was so good, (laughs) the American version, obviously, whenever we keep talking about the office for the record, we are always talking about the U S version, not the original UK version. Mm. Um, But the reason that did so well in America and the reason it survived is because they realized they couldn't keep carbon copy in the UK one because the characters didn't work for the, for the American version. And the jokes don't land in the same way for uh, a, an American sort of sitcom, if you want to call it that. And it, when you look at the difference between the pilot and the, even, even the end of season one, like before season two even starts, you can see those changes starting around because I, I've, the, the, the key so... thing for me is original UK office, Ricky Gervais's character. Um, go on. I've forgotten his name. I don't know, because I've never watched you. can't remember. but His his character as the boss is designed to be hated. You're supposed to not like the guy. And obviously, the Michael Scott character in the American version started out the same. But the thing that they did well was realise very quickly that that is not the way to play it to that audience. And the way to play it is that, yes, he is an idiot. Yes, he is a useless boss but he's a lovable idiot and a lovable useless boss. And it's like, he might, he might like come across as a, an idiot a lot of the time, but he does somehow get results a lot of the he's time well, as well. Too sick. Okay, James. And I think that was what made. Yeah. It's like that work any time. He's called to a sales meeting. He will yeah, sell. Yeah, exactly. He, he will always sell. And he, that's that's why he's the boss because he was a good salesman yeah he,
1: he, he,
0: had, he had to get it for a reason they wouldn't promote an idiot for no reason michael's problem was the thing that he said himself it was um it's keep it simple stupid it, no it's the need to be liked <laughs> quote i'm trying to remember it properly it's like uh, do i want to be liked no do i need to be liked Yes, or whatever. It was. I can't remember it word for word. So if you either you to remember the bit I'm talking about, please correct me. But it's a long does like it, It's something I can't remember the quote. It's going to piss me off, but I, we'll move away because I'm talking about the office again. <laughs> yeah.
1: So yeah, in, Jenkins, between what's in between us,
0: next in between is um, a good one. It doesn't necessarily translate to an American setting, but I think an American audience would still get it and find it funny if they haven't seen it which is yeah. why it's good. And they got two films out of it as well. Yeah. And did either of you uh, on this topic watch Fresh Meat at any point? Yes, I do. <laughs> I tried, um, but Fr- it just I, it... I like I like Fresh Meat, not as much as In Between but I do like it. And the the thing that's weird about Fresh Meat for me is Joe Thomas who plays Fringe in In Between Simon. Simon, thank you. He plays almost the identical character but a few years Very older. Beautiful in yeah. uni and it's like the, it's like he's left high school or whatever in the in-betweeners obviously been away to college or something in between or are they sixth formers in the in-betweeners I think they are think aren't the, they? Sixth, the sixth formers it's, yeah but then you've got so you've got like the high school to sixth form college kind of era you've got the movies where they go out on holiday as like lads 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 like first time away from parents and then he's fresh meat is almost like him at uni and it's such a similar yeah, character yeah. played in such a similar way mm-hmm. that it's sometimes like sometimes I see them almost as like unofficial successors to each other, if you see what I mean. So, I think yeah. that if we ever talk about in between, is I'm always sort of reminded about fresh meat. And if anyone's watched White Gold on Netflix, White Gold on Netflix is basically Joe Thomas and the kid that plays Jay, I forgot his name, the blonde one, James Buckley. Yeah, it's those two playing um, PVC double glazed salesman in like the 80s with another guy who I can't remember who's like cock of the walk like typical Cockney salesman you know what I mean like from Essex like he's an Essex salesman not a Cockney uh, but he's very good watch it if you if, if you haven't watch it anyway James give us your next one I've got to say Faulty Towers I'm sorry boys it's got to go oh, in um, I'm, I'm down with that and there's yep. one reason I'm down with that, and that's because it's on my list too. Go on James, tell us about Folly <laughs> Towers. Also, why I avoided saying Folly Towers. <laughs> Go on, James, tell us, tell everyone in the world about Folly Towers. It's just your typical UK hotel. That's <laughs> your typical UK watching. hotel. No one's going to want to come to the UK and say the hotel again with that. idea. From the '70s. From the '70s. From the '70s. Yeah. You can still smoke in that. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. Because that's your um, takeaway. There's, it, a a there's a fire. There's a fire. No, it is, it is only bell <laughs> I tell you what. If there's another, if there's two, if there's any show we quote as much as or more than The Office, it's Faulty Towers. Yes, it is that's why I avoid those. So. <laughs> so, I mean, yes, there is a, a sum of Faulty Towers that is, let's say, dated. Uh, opinions it's not his age or whatever, well. but I mean, no. Has, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. For the no, for the most part, <laughs> some of it has. But oh, for the mo- sorry, for the most part, like the general gist of it has. There's some like little elements of, like, you'd good. say like sexism and a little bit of like, I don't want to call it racism because it wasn't racism, but it was that like disregard for. Yeah, um, like heritage or whatever. I, it's, it's very hard to put my finger on what it is like because it's not racism. It wasn't hating was and ridiculing. Yes, that's it. It was stereotyping. That thank you, Joshua. That is probably the word I'm looking for. Like because they weren't. It was never horrible, like nastiness towards people because of their differences. It was just some very misguided stereotypes from the era. And I think you could still do that same show without those jokes, and it would still work. Yeah, do you know what I mean. But like, never, never try because Faulty Towers. Is no, I don't think. Not, I don't think. It I mean, need, <clears throat> is is there some elements of Faulty Towers? Not not obviously intentionally or directly, but is there some elements of Faulty Towers in something like The Office? Like the whole slapstick craziness of what was going on in the hotel, in the office, or I say, a lot of shows get foundations from previous shows, uh, older some shows. of the slapstick situations that always sunny find themselves in. I just, I just think that's that's the 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 style of the show. Yeah, like you look back at older shows, and you'll always find similarities between all kinds of different things. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, like, Folly Towers is something that I still watch a lot. And don't get me wrong, like, there's a couple of jokes that as an adult now, or like, or whatever in the society we live in now, like, occasionally I, like, go, oof. Uh, but, I mean, <laughs> in watching all 15 episodes, is it? Is it 15? I think it's 14. 14 is something like uh, that. Like, it's like a seven and an eight or something, in it? Or a seven, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, it's like low teens um and like out of watching all of those episodes there's only like one or two moments where i genuinely go Oof, when i rewatch it and do you know what there is something that i kind of wish they would get rid of but they don't and it's i mean without going into detail it's a conversation between basil and the major about when he took a woman to the cricket a woman to the cricket do you know what i'm talking about I don't yeah. remember exactly. He, he uses a couple of words that are just <laughs> like not acceptable, and it, <laughs> like I kind of wish they'd find a way to cut that scene because well, that's that one, that one, one of the few the moments. Episode. See, I don't think they should because there's nothing like I don't think there's anything wrong with that one. In in all honesty, I don't think there's anything wrong with that one. If they're going to do anything to Fawlty Towers, anything, I would probably prefer them to somehow find a way to get rid of that one little interaction between uh, Basil and the Major and you could if you if you were intelligent in the way you cut it you could even get rid of just that little bit without ruining the rest of the scene. Just I'll get tell you rid what, of that bit me, and replace it BBC, with Major and Hit the me deal. up, I'll edit it for you, pay me, we'll make millions because people will be Should able to watch it, it and enjoy it. No, you're not reenacting <laughs> it no you know. no not, can... no i mean i mean the full faulty towers let's okay. do it no not let's the full make a Fawlty remake towers. we should we know we the full do, script let's do a faulty towers I'll be manuel no no let's do a faulty towers podcast and call it flowery twats because <laughs> that's obviously one of the <laughs> no, famous ev- every single episode has to be one of the signs we'll do 14 we, episodes or what 15 do we, whatever what would we call what would we call the podcast then Faulty Towers. <laughs> and then every episode is the, is the, sign. the corresponding sign right. for each episode. Okay. I mean, yeah. you could call it Flowery ta- Twats and just name the episodes after the episodes. Mm. Just saying. I guess. Anyway, Faulty Towers is classic 70s um, British humour. How many humor. have I done? Enjoyable. You've done Faulty Towers, The Office, and Brooklyn 9 9. Oh, and in between is you've got one left. Oh, shit. Oh, I've had to knock some out here. Um, I bet you. One left. <laughs> oh, I've got like, a toss up between two, four, three. Or... I've got three, and I don't know which one to pick. Well, you need to pick. <laughs> you have to pick one. How about, James? So, three, I'll put it this way three of mine have already gone at this point. So, James, you've mentioned The Office, you've also mentioned Fawlty Towers. And Joshua brought up Always Sunny. So that is three of mine. And we've already kind of talked in detail about what makes them good shows, what we enjoy about them and so on. So how about I give you my other two? He's one of them uh, the league. No, surprisingly not. Uh, I'm very surprised more. by myself. That is one of those that's top ten. And do you know what? The yeah. only reason it's probably not made it into top five, and I can tell you right now the show that it would replace if I replaced one, The only reason it's not there is because this show that's in there is available on Amazon Prime Video and Netflix pretty much all the time. Disappears and comes back, or it's like it's always on at least one of them at a time, and it does, like, cycles. Mm -hmm. But the league is so difficult to find and watch. And the league, in a way, is much harder to convert somebody else to watching because they instantly assume it's about the NFL, and the the not. the league is an amazing show for those who don't realize that was run on FX in America, and it's a bit ba- basically about a group of friends who run a fantasy football league for the NFL. So yes, the premise is is that. But it's as much about that as Always Sunny is about the bar. Like, yeah, fair enough. The bar plays a factor and is maybe a setup to a lot of the jokes and the stuff. But it's far more about the weird adventures, or the, the, the like relationships between these people in this group. Um, the name of the TV is show is usually the one thing that keeps the characters together. Mm. In just about every you got the office. It's like the Super central Store, anchor that holds everyone Brooklyn together. Nine nine. It's the a common. TV it's a common thing. Yeah, that holds lo- them together. The local zone, for yeah. where these people meet and where the shit happens. Do you know what? That is a good. That is a really good analogy for nearly all these shows we've listed. The Office. Every single. Always Sunny is obviously it's set in Philadelphia. Like it's not about the. It's not about Philadelphia as a whole, but it is. It is kind of relative. Forty Towers is the hotel um brooklyn 99 is obviously the precinct yeah um keep going All superstore them. is the superstore yeah in between us is where they're in between things <laughs> 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 that's what they are but yeah they're, i know i see i see what you're saying like uh, there is a very common theme there there are the kids that don't get on with the popular kids but aren't not popular yeah they are, so they like are the, but... in between yeah, that, well, that's where it comes from, isn't it? Like And, that then, is what and, it and is. then and then Friday night dinner, that's what they're yeah. turning up for. I mean, even I, when you go look at like stuff that we've not yeah. brought up, amazing, like an honourable mention for Parks and Rec, I'll kind of briefly yeah. mention it a little bit, but Parks and Rec is like the office, but set in it's, it's the either, council, or whatever, the city council. Yeah, it's, it's it's either the best way to name your sitcom or your comedy show, or it's the laziest thing <laughs> anyone's yeah. ever done. Yeah, but yeah so my two I just got distracted and forgot to actually tell them yeah number one the one that could be replaced potentially by the league I think if the league was more available and accessible and that's community and I love community and I've watched it a number of times and like I said it's like it's always on like Prime Video, Netflix, whatever it's always on something so I can normally go to and I just love the dynamic. I mean, towards the end, when most of the cast had swapped, I was definitely less interested in it. But I can say the same about The Office. Like, the 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 final season was probably its worst in terms of both the community and The Office, I think, because yeah. too many characters had just changed and, like, the the characters that held it together were... The ones that had been there the entire time in the first place, anyway, like the longest-standing one, they were the ones that were still holding it together. But the like dynamic of Troy and Arbed, like this, <laughs> I, I I love I love Troy Barnes in the whole thing in the community because he goes from being this egotistical jock that comes from being like captain of the football team, quarterback, to being put in a situation where he's lost his scholarship and it actually turns out is this huge dork inside. It's almost like, I don't know if it was that they thought casting him the way that they did and writing the way they did initially was a mistake or if the whole thing was supposed to be this like butterfly moment of, He realizes that he's not that jock, and he is this like nerdy, geeky, like fun-loving guy that gets on so well with Arbed. Because he's a by the end, he's a by the time he leaves, he's a completely different character. But there is also like the storylines, like that he intentionally injured himself so he couldn't do the tryouts for the for the colleges to go to university and stuff. So maybe there is a dynamic that he always knew that, but he felt pressured to go down this like football jock root. Um but I do I do love that. Like the dynamic amongst them all, but particularly that one between try I can't I can't believe I forgot about community for this yeah. List. Yeah. completely. Uh and then the other one on my list is Peep Show. Um, which I think they've tried to do in America and it just didn't work. It it's one of those things that needs to stay with the British humour and the British way of doing it, I think. But Peep Show was amazing and I still quote it to this day. There's an amazing group on Facebook called It's Always Sunny in Peep Show or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it's called, but it's fucking hilarious. It's just like crossover memes. So it's like the words from a Peep Show episode on the visuals from an Always Sunny episode or vice versa. Or like the first frames, like say Dennis and Always Sunny, and then the bottom frames, like Mark and Peep Show. But there's just these random moments when you mash them together, they come off like really well and really funny. Um, But yeah, I mean, Peep Show was unique. Don't think you could ever like pull something like that off again. And I think that's why it worked and why it was funny and why it was good. And it's again, what I enjoy about it, like it's that. So for those that don't know, if you've never seen it, Peep Show is like, it's 90 something percent shot from the perspective of the characters like it's all kind of first person sort of shots like you're looking through the eyes of these characters and you hear their like innermost thoughts so like while they're going through something there's like a voiceover that is there is their innermost thoughts but you're seeing what they're seeing at the same time and like in a conversation it'll flip between if I was speaking now, you'd like be seeing it from Joshua's eyes. And then yeah. when I start speaking and Joshua speaks, it swaps to my eyes looking at Joshua. And like that is the whole point. It's like these conversations. Swapping. And yeah, fair enough, there is some stuff shot from a third-person perspective. But even then, if you look at those shots, it's almost like it's just some random bystander seeing it going off. Like the shot still feels... Yeah someone's perspective even if it's not like a a, a a mentioned character it could just be some bystander watching something unfold in front of them which i find interesting but i've always loved that show and i think i as well i'm re-watching it right now for like the millionth time i'm currently rewatching it again i'm like already in season three so definitely on my list james have you thought of the last one well, I've got three that I need to pick from. I don't know which one to put in. How the three you doing are because I've thought of some will going on. Um, the the three that I've got is Friends. Uh, um, I think that's too easy. That's most okay. The one thing that I would say about all these things is not many of them are sitcoms, right? I think I think a sitcom <laughs> is something slightly different, and a sitcom. I, I don't know. I find it really hard because, like, for me, Friends. Everyone loves Raymond. Frasier like all those kind oh, I of thought things Raymond's a good one all those kind of things like Seinfeld they're all very then again maybe that's just the difference between American TV and UK TV but even even like when you compare those kind of shows to Brooklyn Nine-Nine or The Office they're different very different do you know yeah. what I mean I also know. it's canned um, laughter canned laughter's is the difference here all those shows I mentioned Two that and a Half Men Two and a Half men's a good one that's canned it laughter, is. though. got that's more yeah. sitcom. Sitcoms have canned laughter. Good shows yeah, don't. I just won you round, though, didn't I? <laughs> show, no, but show, <laughs> honestly, I don't like shows that much that like tell me when to laugh. It's the reason. I, does it, we've had this conversation before? But does um, How I Met Your Mother have canned laughter? Yes. Does it? Does it? Because no. he's right. Here's the thing. Okay, here's the does thing. It? Here's the thing. Sitcoms nearly always have canned laughter, but the good, the best sitcoms have canned laughter, and you kind of forget that it's there because you are genuinely laughing, or or at least it's, the sitcoms that you enjoy. If in. You if you watch Big Bang Theory, of the laughter taken out. Oh, it's fucking horrendous. So many horrendous. pauses where they're not horrendous. doing anything. This is why I don't yeah. like Big Bang because. I mean it's quite a controversial opinion, but I do not like Big Bang Theory. And the reason is because if you took all the moments where they just sat quietly over canned laughter, then you would get like a ten minute show and it's shit. <laughs> like, I just don't like it. Does does How I Met Your Mother have canned laughter, yes or no? I don't think it does. Because two and a half men does. Two and a half men definitely does, yeah. But I think that and was, as I mentioned, I've just watched Seinfeld, 50 seconds of Errol's How Raymond, Mother, and he mm. does have canned laughter. See, that's it insane, doesn't. that is yeah. insane. I do not remember that. That's and that's why it's a good show that people have loved for so many years. But it's I, it's a sitcom, think, it's a sitcom. See, with Two and a half men, though, the thing that puts me off putting it in the list is because they ruined it. Mm. like fair of Charlie Sheen did his shit but then they just fucking they should have just found it. a way to just kill it off shouldn't they yeah Instead just end it like they did that on. funeral episode which is great and then just leave it there Yeah. just yeah. like cut it off I mean the, the Office is officially a sitcom can I just point out I'm arguing sitcom versus not sitcom but I think they are they are the, all sitcoms because they are all situational, situational comedies <laughs> they, they are <laughs> but it's the way that they're portrayed right some mm. of them some of them are in an actual my- room like the office most of them are sets like my last one go on, go on. that I'm told what with is, is Gavin and Stacey I mean I can understand it but it's going to go in like the bracket of outnumbered and in between us for me where it's an honourable mention but it's down in bottom I don't three, think it. yeah I don't think it'll ever get anywhere near my top selections yeah good but not good enough in my opinion Um although it's it's a nice story to be fair Gavin and Stacey like the, the story well, it's is the nice. making of james corden isn't it <laughs> well yeah he wouldn't be what he is without that 100% yeah 100% he wouldn't be what he is without that i mean yeah he's had, he's, he's had to do a lot of work from that role but that is yeah. kind of what i think probably would you would say got him his break what's what's crazy as well is that that's the most highly anticipated christmas tv show like a reunion show mm. that they've done for christmas ever yeah, but imagine, imagine if imagine if the US office did like a Christmas. Oh God, yeah, yeah but it, it depends it there, in, mate. in what. It, it depends in what what circumstance though. Like if if like Michael Scott went in it and, and Dwight Dwight like, Dwight's, Dwight's dead. not in it. Dwight's oh, dead, and no. it's Dwight's funeral yeah. on Christmas Day. I couldn't watch. But Dwight's that. not dead. <laughs> <The> Dwight's <laughs> not really dead. <laughs> See, we were already writing it for you. <laughs> did you know that Mers, the the guy who plays Murs, wrote the. The Office. Yeah, is, is yeah, yeah. He's one. He's best, one of the main writers. Best, best Mur's moment. Come on, Joshua. I've watched on, my on, hundred one things you don't f- know about The f- Office. Best, <laughs> best, best and you best know, career. like ninety nine of them from. Yeah. Come. On. Froggy one hundred and one radio station. Yeah. That's yeah. Um, best Murs moment from The Office before we decide the final top five. Drives through the field at the end. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait, which bit? You said two things out, yeah. So so there's one where Angela's chasing him because he's got the the DNA, the nappy. Yeah. He's chasing Dwight. Uh, but sure things and then they do a chasing switch Dwight and it's not it's yeah. him. They, they do a switch yeah. and then he gets out and he runs. He just yeah. starts running. Yeah. yeah. And, and then does, there's one where she's trying to hit him and he just runs <laughs> <Yeah>. like. <laughs> and then there's one where um right at the end for a wedding. I think oh, you can say the way where he's being the valet, where he, yeah. ma- he makes the bike yeah. jump, and then he it's... can't actually get over on his bike, so he just runs across the top of the cars. No, no not that. Oh, yeah, yeah right at the that end, yeah. It? But I yeah. like the bit where he drives through the fields. Well, just park yeah, he, he just, he just give me a case. Just smash it straight into the <laughs> car. Give <me> the keys. <laughs> um, <laughs> and just straight through. the it's, it's like one of the first times you see him and he's running alongside car as Jim and Pam are coming down. Yeah, Jim he and just, Pam go to stay there and he just running just alongside. All the way down it. That's do all know? he does. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't say anything. He just runs alongside car looking at him like... <laughs> I mean, one of my favourite moments isn't even a like a, an acted moment. It's a still shot. And it's when Dwight is hosting. He's hosting Andy's garden party, and um, he's trying to give everyone directions and draw a map. And they're like, "Why don't you just give us the address so we can like, you know, map it online?" And he's like, "No, <laughs> like, just follow the map. It's simple." And then it cuts to Jim Google mapping or whatever he's doing, like questing it. And there's the the street view. And (laughs) it's Dwight and Moe's on the seesaw. But Moe's is like turned to the camera waving to me. And and like it cuts to Dwight and Dwight's like, they don't tell you when the cars are going to drive by. (laughs) And it's that moment of Moe's just being on the seesaw really high, just (laughs) waving. And it's it's not even like an acted, acted moment. It's that that still photo, I think. Yeah. That is one of my favourite Moe's moments. Uh, okay so here's my provisional top five based on mainly things that we've all uh, sorry more than one of us has picked or would have picked given the opportunity and then just others that I think were worthy of it so the, obv- the for me the obvious ones that more than one of us have picked and would pick is Faulty Towers, The Office Always Sunny so I'll put those three in then I've added Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Community. Because I think when I brought up Community, you were both like, I can't believe I've kind of forgot about that one. I've but, not watched it. And, and uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is definitely so Jim. close um, to Jim going Jim into mine. Which, wait, which one? Community? It's yeah, I've not community. watched it. Oh, maybe It was just Joshua then that had said that he w- he'd forgotten about it. I'd forgotten about it, yeah. No, I mean, I don't mind swapping them. Like, the other ones that were close to I'm me, I'm happy for it to be in, because three of mine are still in so right. <laughs> the, the <laughs> there, The other ones that were close to me were, like, the, the sort of very typical UK ones that wouldn't... The, My backup ones. Basically. basically. No, well, two of them were James's, I think. For Forget- oh, Wait, <laughs> out, out, outnumbered in between us and Gavin and Stacey. What? And then I've got two pints Superstore Friday night dinner as, like... They're, they are good, but I don't know if they're worthy of his overall top five. I think we've got way better shows there. Outnumbered was a good shout, though, Joshua. It plan. was. I, do you know what? I nearly started watching that again for like the umpteenth should, time. We should, should. Netflix has all of it. Oh, no, it does. That's why I watch it all the time. It's, it's worth. I worth mean, doing. are we happy with Community Faulty Towers, The Office, Always Sunny in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, or do we want yep. to change any of it? Basically? Faulty Come Towers at top. Office well, I mean, it's, I'm, it's not any its like a kind of order, it's just the order I've written them down as we've been talking about. I don't care though. Office, because right, yeah, commu- <laughs> the, re- the only reason community is at the top, right, is because my original list of five that I'd written for myself had community on the bottom. And then the list I've written for the best five so far from what we've talked about was right underneath. So instead of right now, again, I literally just like, Moved it down a <laughs> line, so it was part of the bottom group, but not the top group. That's the only reason it's at the top. So, yeah. All right. Um The Office, number one. <coughs> yes. Always sunny. I think. Brooklyn Nine Nine, number two. Oh, really? All right. The Office, yeah, Faulty all three Towers. Of us agree on it. The all yeah. The Office, Faulty Towers, always sunny. Brooklyn Nine Nine community. I think Always Sunny is just me and you and Thomas. I don't know. I don't know if James if ever you wish, watched it. You watch no. James. Oh, there James, you watch then. it. So, so good. Oh, he's lower than Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, no, I can't do that. I, I'd say that, though. I would say that. Yeah, yeah. Stop ranking him. It's just a five, all right? Stop ranking him. No, no, Josh is right. Stop ranking him. It's just a five. Want, I just want to be able to brag at the fact that three of my picks are the top three. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there are also picks that we both, all three of us made, James. So. And I've got a four in there. The only one that's not in there that's... Sorry, the only one in there that's not anything to do with me is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And I would have put it in there maybe instead of community. It was just a close call. So I win. <laughs> no, I think I think a, that's a good list. It's not it, it's a, a not competition. Thing. You're right. It's not a competition. <laughs> it's about educating our listeners onto good TV shows in comedy that they may not have watched. Yeah, that's what this is about. Um, <laughs> and how we spend our time wasting it watching <laughs> yeah. TV. And how much our lives do you spend <laughs> watching these TV shows? Whoa. What we should have done? We should have done this episode like just about a year and a month ago. Oh yeah, so that people could lead into lockdown with this. Well, if you not now we're coming out of lockdown, no one's got time to watch yeah. TV. All right, so's James, Captain hindsight. <laughs> so You're anyway, welcome. if you've enjoyed this and you would like to contradict—not contradict—tell um, us Contribute. about how. No, I was going to say I meant contradict, but in a less harsh. Contraband. Term if you'd like to tell us about how wrong we are about all these TV shows comedy TV shows for that matter then feel free to get in touch you can get and in we touch. will screw up your response yeah because we are right <laughs> yeah um, you can get in touch by following us on Twitter which is that underscore king underscore thing you can find us on facebook.com slash that king thing facebook and you can go to thatKingThing.com, which incorrectly still says we're a gaming podcast but does have links to our discord community and other things. Bad website. Yeah. Um we will be back next week with an episode of what's the Fuck. So be sure to check that out. If you like gaming stuff, because we do gaming stuff on that show. Um what the fuck? if you wanna find it, it's spelled W A S D, like the keyboard Fuck, F U Q. Fuck Yeah, well done. That's really fuck? a good podcast name if you need to spell it out. <laughs> well I mean <laughs> Yeah, it is. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> With a Q. With a Q. Shut the fuck up. Um, so, yeah, that is it for this week. Thank you for joining us for our comedy TV special. And if you like the list, if you like the 5v5v5 Mega 5 list episodes... Mega-desk. Um, Mega list. <laughs> oh, Jane is turning into an office reference. I, I, do you know what? I think we should... We should have like some kind of office alarm that's every to every <laughs> every time someone mentions the office, I just push a button and it's like the d- office Jim, song Jim when office. he's doing a Dwight impression going Michael, <laughs> Michael. <laughs> <You just laughs> every time someone mentions the office, it's just Michael. Did I stutter? <laughs> what else could you have <laughs> is like an office alarm, that, like something that. Oh, I'll put a mic <laughs> that's not an office alarm is it no, no I don't know to be um, like, uh, you've just the podcast and we're still going off into office <laughs> I don't care I wanted to settle this I might, I'm just going to set it up for the next time I mean um, I don't know if this button will do anything but I'm going to push it <laughs> he didn't no. he says dairy on it which I'm assuming means it's the end of a Legend Dairy from because <laughs> that's the only reason it said Dairy on my fucking soundboard. Anyway, I'm getting really sidetracked again. That is it for this week. So, thank you to everyone who has joined us live and been part of the chat. Thanks everyone who listens back each week, obviously, on the audio as well. Uh, we'll be right next week with Was to Fuck, as I mentioned, and then in a fortnight with another That King thing. So, make sure to keep an eye on the socials and the discords and things because that way you know what the topics are and what we're going to be talking about. That's it for this week. So we'll say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.